0: Welcome back to The Bruno Brief. I'm Amanda Sun, a BDH Studios producer for The Bruno Brief. On this week's episode, we spoke with Julia Vaz, Metro Editor, and Kaolena Takazon, Multimedia Editor, about their reporting on how the Providence Community Herbarium Project came to be and how it encompasses plant life, community, and creativity. Artist Heather McMorty collected narratives from 12 Providence residents on their connection to plants as part of the project. Collaborators documented the ways plants have personally impacted their lives and worldviews, cultivating an appreciation for plants beyond their scientific properties. Last week, Julia and Kaolana visited McMorty in her studio as she began working with these residents to create prints inspired by their stories. So Julia, can you tell me a little bit about the basics of this story? The story is about
1: this project called the Providence Community Herbarium. The idea for the project is to invite collaborators around Providence and North Providence to share their plant stories and then use their stories as inspiration to produce a series of prints. Heather mac morty who's the artist behind the project her idea basically is to kind of invite people to create a relationship with plants that is not just purely scientific but is more intimate and it's very focused on storytelling who did you talk to
0: and what did they say
1: the interviews for this story was this kind of rare situation where we got to be on the ground and visit the artist's studio on the day that she was inviting basically all of her collaborators on the project to just
0: go there and work on the print. And Elena, can you talk about the photographs incorporated into the story? Why did you decide this story would be a good fit for
2: multimedia reporting? This herbarium community artistry fits really well with multimedia because the space that we explored... With it being Heather's studio, the main artist, we really got to see and understand the process of physically how these prints are being made. So she's creating this long series of many collaborators' works and making multiple prints out of them. Being in the space, being able to take video and photo of what they were doing, you get a little bit of insight into the process of what creating prints really looks like. So being able to photograph them and video them allows our readers to get an insight into what this project looks like, not only as their final products, but in the creation as well. Julia and Kyle Lena, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks so much to the
0: Bruno Brief for having me on today. Thank you so much for having me on the Bruno Brief. Now here's a recap of other news from the past week. Last Saturday, October 21st, over 150 students marched down College Hill and joined hundreds of community members and activists. The All Out for Palestine rally condemned Israel for its continued use of force following the recent escalation of violence in Gaza and criticized U.S. military aid to Israel. In other news, Brown University's corporation, which is its highest governing body, and the Lifespan Health System's board of directors each separately voted this month on a new non-binding term sheet to extend and expand their existing partnership. The current contract with Lifespan, a Rhode Island-based hospital and health system, expires at the end of this year. The agreement follows two other arrangements the university has made with Rhode Island hospital systems in the last two years, and it will not affect Brown's affiliations with other health institutions. The Rhode Island Department of Environmental Management announced that the state has reached its target of achieving a 10% reduction from 1990 greenhouse gas emission levels by 2020, as determined by DEM air quality specialists. But, this reduction does not necessarily signify future reductions, since the numbers were gathered during the 2020 COVID-19 shutdown. In fact, the DEM predicts a rebound in the 2021 greenhouse gas inventory numbers, which will be released in 2024. Finally, following the task force on the status of women faculty's spring report, the university has appointed a team for implementation of the task force's recommendations. The team will target issues including the underrepresentation of women faculty and develop plans to bolster current access to childcare for all faculty. Thanks again for tuning into the seventh episode of this season of the Bruno Brief. This episode was produced by me, Amanda Sun, Jacob Smolin, and Finn Kirkpatrick, edited by Julia Gallant, Hayal Lily Caracas and Christine Okulo, and scripted by Grace Hu. If you like what you hear, subscribe to The Bruno Brief wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. And be sure to check out our new podcast series, On the Green. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.